louder! Oh, sorry. I had a hairball there. And that's how we will start off season that's, two see, of Rabbit see, that's, that's what happens around here. Picking up right where we left off. I am your host, TJ Bowser. Joining me is the man that designed your nightmares. Of course, it's Mick Strun. Ah, that guy. Ugh. Yes, we are back for another season of your favorite podcast to tell stories and so much more. Mick, how have you been? Well, you know what? I, 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 I As long as I don't listen to myself, I do fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm so full of lies and bad advice. <laughs> I feel like so, that should be in a so, T-shirt. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Coming so soon. If, if you want lies and bad advice, <laughs> stick around. <laughs> well, we got a story-filled episode for all of you guys today. But Mick, what have you been up to, man? Oh, yeah. I've been doing a lot of... Um... I've been doing a lot of cons, a lot of traveling to uh, different places. Uh, man, I, uh, I, uh, I, I have a, a story about okay. a, a con that I did, con that I did in um, not Little Rock, but right next to it, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Okay, right, and um, and <laughs> you know when I look around Arkansas, and, and let's face it, there is a certain. Uh, mental thing that happens to you when you hear the word arkansas right yeah you know it's it it's sort of it's sort of like you think to yourself well i'm gonna have to start speaking in really small words and then and keep them in the right order which neither one of those things i actually ever do is is speaking small words and keep them in the right order and so but but I get there early for this little tiny con, and, and, and it, it's funny. I was I was there with R A. Um, oh, R A. I can't think. I, uh, uh, I'd probably mispronounce it. Is it Milov? Mikhailov. Mikhailov. Yeah. Mikhailov. Yes. Mikhailov. I was there with uh, R A. And and, and by the way, through that whole thing, you know, I, I keep going. Hey, R.A., hey, hey, R.A.'s coming in, R.A.'s coming in. And finally, he turns to me and he goes, Mick Strawn, Mick, because R.A. talks like this, Mick Strawn, you have known me for 40 years. And I go, yeah, and he goes, and you have never, ever, ever, ever said my last name. <laughs> and the thing that's funny about that is that I realized that he said my last name every goddamn time he opened his mouth. <laughs> it was always McStron. And and, and, yeah. and then I said, oh, I said, oh, is this about that tit for tat thing that you say my last name? So now I have to say yours. <laughs> and so and so for an entire weekend, I butchered his name. Yeah. And he made me butcher his name. Of course, because he knows. Because <laughs> he's a horrible human being is why. <laughs> <laughs> so he keeps just jabbing at me. It's like, Mikhailov, act, act, act like you have something in your throat. Mikhailov. And I, 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 I do, goddammit, it's my dinner. Would you, would, would you stop doing that? 
so, so finally after that, uh, and, and literally, here's here's how bad it was. Is as I drove home, I was going down the road going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are passing your head. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> so here's the great thing is I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him in March. And in fact, I'm going to do a film with him. And I yes. suppose that I'm going to get the Michaela test all the time. <laughs> yes. Jesus, but you're guy. practiced. So, but you know, <laughs> I, he can't say that I didn't try my best yes. because I've said, I've said, uh, more times than, you know, <laughs> th- th- I have any right to. So, <laughs> But but anyway, I, so we're we're in Hot Springs, right? Yes. Um, and Hot Springs, Arkansas. Yeah. Anyway, our Hot Springs, Arkansas. Um, there, I I got a tour because I got there a day early, a day early, and I and I got a tour from my guests who are super super wonderful people. And uh, and nobody showed up, but um, Ra and I got to yell at each other for yeah, probably probably you know. 60 hours or something like that <laughs> but but they took me on a tour of like you know the uh the local uh buildings and stuff and flora and fauna uh of of little rock and um there is a <laughs> there's a they say oh well we have to take you to the the haunted uh uh oh boy <laughs> yeah that's right yeah here we go <laughs> so so they they drive, we drive up and, and we pull up and there's this like kind of like hill with a crest up on top of it and it's got that fence okay. you know the you know the black the black spikes with the thing yeah on top yeah right that fence that fence right there and we're looking up and we go and and the build the building itself uh, you know, all you can see is just like kind of like the top of it and it's okay. very imposing thirties twenties looking you know ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And, and we had to walk down the or or actually up the sidewalk we had to walk up the sidewalk and go uh down to where the main gate was right and the main gate was literally like one of those pipe gates right? you know, just, it was just one just one pipe just one you know, pipe just one pipe <laughs> And we're looking up, and there's all these signs around that say this, this is federal property, you know, and you, know, you aren't aren't supposed to be on yeah. here, and blah 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 blah. And so <laughs> I'm just standing there, and I'm I'm like, dude, and I ha- I have to say this thing is is for some reason when I come into somebody's town, the first thing that they all have to show me is that the, is their version of the haunted sanitarium, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's another one. I'm looking. I'm going. Oh, woo-hoo. and and but the guy that's with me is an award-winning uh, 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 sound guy, right? Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, just this. Uh, if if I could remember his name, it'd probably be. Uh, we'll, we'll put it right here. This is his name. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, that guy, that guy right there, that guy right there, uh, is a very distinguished looking, rail thin, you know, uh, uh, kind of, kind of, uh, like, uh, walks, walks like a guy who like, uh, uh, glides more than he walks glides. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he 
he's a music guy. So you you know, and not not a rock music guy, a music guy, right? Yeah, music sound guy. So he kind of walked. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> so so he walks he walks over to the and steps over the gate because he this is the sanitarium is amazing. I have must go over this gate. I must go over this gate and get better pictures. So, so he does, and I'm—I gotta tell you honestly, I'm just kind of like not paying attention to this because I've been here before, you know. Yeah. It's like just you know, it's like just kind of like letting it spool off in my head, right? <laughs> da, da, da. And all of a sudden, a golf cart comes screaming around the corner. Federal property. It, federal property. <laughs> now a guy gets out of this cart. A guy gets out of this cart who is the definition of absolutely everything that I thought I was going to find when I was in yeah. Arkansas, right? He, this guy is probably, and I, I am not light. So when I say this guy has, when I say this guy has gut, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this guy had a gut. And, and the greatest thing about it was that it was in what was essentially a Boy Scout uniform <laughs> that said Federal Parks Department on the yes. shoulder, right? Yes. And he comes up, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I, I hear, oh! What do you think you're doing on federal property? <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not kidding. I mean, uh, and now I'm really paying attention because this is hilarious. And I start to crack up, and and this guy just starts starts in on the musician guy, yeah. and, and and he kind of he kind of does this like he looks over at us. He looks at that guy who's right here, right? Yeah. I mean, and he just started to walk back to the gate, right? This guy follows him. Oh, <laughs> and so we decide to walk back to the car. And as we go back to this car, we are followed by by him on his cell phone. And he's going down. He 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 is going down the road. And and the great the greatest thing about it is he also was not able to get a signal. So he's like, oh, boys, you boys. As soon as I get a signal, you're in real trouble. <laughs> and I'm going to report you. And I thought to myself, you know what? The, the guys in the park department, the federal <laughs> parks department, that have to get this guy's phone call. He must be amazed that they always have to put him on speakerphone, right? Because he's it's got to be a gathering of the tribe that goes around and says, Oh God, Bill called in. Oh, 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 oh my God. His middle name's Virgil, and we know why, right? Dude, and he gets back there and, and we get down and we're ignoring him entirely. And, <laughs> and finally, finally, everybody's getting in the car and just, I just couldn't stop myself. And I said, you know, has anybody ever told you that, that you remind them of Foghorn Leghorn? Boy, you do not, you do not want to mess with the federal government. <laughs> and and so 
And so as we're driving off back back to the hotel, he's standing there still <laughs> holding up yeah. the phone and trying to get the get the. <laughs> it was it was the best thing that's happened to me on on the con circuit for sure. <laughs> so so wow, that was exciting. It was. It was and, 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 and this poor little PA that was the one that was driving us. <laughs> we, uh, I thought that she was going to die because <laughs> she was just really nervous that somebody was yeah. going to come around, the, come screaming around the corner and, and take her. I was like, uh, I really uh, take it from somebody that's my age and, and has uh, been near arrest many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so okay, uh, you know there. That's <coughs> what, what can I say? That that is uh, that that is the pinnacle, the utter pinnacle of uh, uh, of uh, of what going to the cons is like out here. And, and you know what? When we first started this, I hadn't really gone to that many cons on the east. Not Coast. that many, yeah. And I have to say, I've done quite a few since, and. Um, yeah, I, I I've learned some things. <laughs> stay out of Arkansas. Yeah, stay out of Arkansas. <laughs> you, you 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 don't want to drive from Florida uh, with a bad case of COVID. You know, mm. because I was doing I was driving back from. Uh, I mean, luckily, like nobody else. Uh, l luckily, nobody came to that con, so <laughs> it wasn't like it was going to cause a. Uh, Thank God for bad attendance. You, you, you yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not like a. It's not like there was a, suddenly going to be a wave of COVID that came out of that building. I can say that. Can't blame Mick. <laughs> that's right. You can blame me for a lot of things, but uh, that ain't one of them. So you know, it's it 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 it's been interesting. I I went to Canada. You went I, to Canada. What did I you do know. Canada? I I went up. A, I did a horror film in Canada. <clears throat> Can you talk uh, about it at all, or? Uh, yeah, you you know it's about it, it's about children. It's, the games children play. Okay, and it's it, and it's basically about teen games. Like, um, I, I don't know how to describe it. It, it it's kind of going to be a series based on uh, a group of people that go in and and mystically come in and save children from getting involved in games like Mary, Mary, Mary mystical games, you know, like okay. Mary, 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 and tarot. Like, uh, and what do they call those? Ouija, uh, board, uh, Ouija board and stuff like that. They made a movie series that was kind of like, that was kind of like that. And it dealt, you know, like Candyman and stuff like that. Right. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and, and so I was, I was up in Ottawa. Urban legends. There we go. Yeah, like urban legends, uh, exactly that that kind of thing. So I I filmed up in Ottawa for a while, and uh, uh, and, and I made it back into the country. Uh, <laughs> they 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 let me back. It was really great because as I was coming back, I was uh, uh how'd it feel to work again like that? You know, I, like I say, I do about one a year, and and it, it is um. I, I am starting to learn to how to just tell people go go do what I said and stop arguing. Yeah, which is <laughs> which kind of you, you know it, it's like I listen to everybody for like a predetermined amount of time in my head, 
And and then I tell them to go do it my way. You spend less time trying to convince people and just telling them the, the right way. Is, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I spend less time with why. It's ultimately <laughs> a waste and it's more efficient to just be like, just trust me. My <laughs> yeah, just, trust me. I, I, I'm here because I know because I know this better than you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and having someone like you on set, so it's, like, it's like a well of knowledge. <laughs> like people should go to you and ask questions. Like that's that's the point. Well, it's like a well of knowledge, but somebody threw a dead body in it about 10 years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's a, there's, a, there's a dead rotting body down in that well. Talk See? you up and you're just like Come No, on. you don't Could, get No, <laughs> no, I can I can outdo that. <laughs> so yeah. we got uh, a couple fan questions, if you don't mind uh, answering them here. So Sure. Brody Caden from the Lights Camera Exploitation Podcast asks, can you talk cool. about some of the special effects in Night of the Scarecrow and the ending with blowing up the shed? Haven't I just worked recently with uh, with Brody did a podcast with him or something? Uh, you were on the Gormore podcast? Gormore. You... Oh, th- this was more recently. Last, yeah, last year, I believe you did the uh, you talked with them about uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Oh, those people are all tools. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's uh, the Gormore podcast on projectlouder.net. You can check yeah, that out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Well, you're one of them. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I started that show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> the rotten apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> no. What was the question? Can you talk some about the special effects of Night of the Scarecrow and the ending with blowing up the shed? Uh, <laughs> not in Scarecrow. Not in Scarecrow was just such a weird film. I mean, it, it, all I can remember, <clears throat> it completely destroyed my sense of, uh, of, of daytime. I mm. mean, I literally went to a town that I saw for two days in the daylight. And then I never saw daylight again until I left. <laughs> I was never, I was never up again. <laughs> well, the movie is night of the Scarecrow. Not night of the Scarecrow. Scare- right. Exactly, and, <laughs> and, and and you know it had all that. What happens on a film like that is like that that kind of dreamy kind of yeah, that that thing that you get the in and after really a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 only problem I, I I do remember this. I remember that we had <laughs> during the during the day during the night we would shoot, and I'd have a guy a bunch of guys come in and and at night set corn back up again. Um, <laughs> And we had to wait, make a way of doing it. You know, it's like we basically used rebar pieces. Oh, okay. right. And you'd stick the rebar. It'd make it. We'd make welded little T's on them so you could stick the rebar into the ground really easily, and then just take a stock and put a stock over it and stuff. So we, um, I remember the, the the one time. I I don't remember the explosion specifically. Uh, I think. I think it was actually done by uh, by a friend of mine, Tom. Uh, Tom Bellissimo uh, came up. Oh, uh, same guy who did the Jason Goes to Hell blowing up thing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Bellissimo came up because because he's the kind of guy that can take all that work that you spent so much time on, come up and just blow it to shit. <laughs> yeah, and then and then go back home that night, right? So. So he was on, but but the most interesting part of that show for me was the fact that we were around 
all these uh, pieces of uh, farm equipment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not maybe the most recent farm equipment. You know, it's like smaller threshers and stuff like that 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 we used. And uh, I just remember how often we just completely lost control of them. And <laughs> in fact. That's safe. <laughs> I know, right? You know, it, it's like, and the and the great thing is, is that you 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 have to like. It's like somebody lends you a piece of equipment, right? And they say they say things like, "I don't worry about it." It's like any other harvester. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, and and the thing is, is you have to go, oh, oh yeah, right, okay, I got that, right? You know, and. No, no shit. Absolutely. <laughs> we There was a shot where we're watching the harvester like go away from us. Right. Yeah. It's the end of the day shot where everything, you know, it's just before the sun comes up <laughs> and, and, and you've got this huge swath that we're going to, and, and we always, we were always cutting a swath. Uh, and, and we would always go to the end of the last time that we did the swath that, at the end of the night, and and good, the next night we would go to the end of that to get that another shot of us okay. just going through the corn, right? And I'm standing, <laughs> I'm standing there, and I'm I'm standing with our transportation guy, and and we're watching the shot as it goes away, as it goes away from us, and and <laughs> and I just it was like one of those really interesting. So so he goes, so how are you going to stop that? And I go, what the fuck you mean? I didn't stop. It. <laughs> and, 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 and there was that beat where you both stand there. We're both standing there looking at it go away. And evidently, I guess some PA. The director had turned Jeff Burr, right? Had turned to somebody else, somebody, some over enthusiastic production assistant and said, Hey, listen, could you just get it going here? And you know, what just get it going and we'll photograph and we'll cut when we need to, right? You know? And so basically he went in and he kicked it in gear. And and, and the thing, the problem that you don't think about is that just things go away and then they get faster and they get up to speed and you don't necessarily have to be on it for it to do that because it just goes, it's a tractor. You just set yeah. the throttle and away you go. Right. And so everybody, including the, at the end, the, I, we were having that. So, and I said, well, I didn't start that in the PA, the PA that's standing right next to, right next to the uh, transfer guys goes, well, I did. <laughs> it's like, and we're like, okay, so if we're all here, yeah. And the tractor's out there. <laughs> and the camera crew is chasing it with a truck. <laughs> you know, it's where, I mean, you know, there's something missing here. And so we spent, we spent probably the next 20 minutes all running after a tractor. <laughs> in the meantime, it's just eating up corn yeah. and eating up corn and away it goes. And I'm, and there's just dudes running out. Yeah, shit. Because <laughs> the PA was it, like, it can go. Yeah, sure. And the great thing about it is, is it was absolutely preordained. I mean, I'm not kidding when I say this. When I thought in my head, I thought, yeah, this is going to happen eventually. <laughs> then when it did, I was like, okay, there you go. Uh, Were you involved like, in any surprises. of the kills in that movie? Uh, Not directly. No, I was mostly. The thing is, is we... uh. We were filming oh all over the place. We were filming mostly we were filmed up in Hanford, which is north of um Sacramento. 
right? Okay. Uh, Where it's like some of that Central Valley, Central California Valley farming area, right? Okay. And uh, and the thing is, the logistics of it were really big. I know it doesn't look it, but an awful lot of what we were having to do was deal with the corn yeah. issue. And 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 then and then I think two weeks afterwards, uh, we came back and we uh, we filmed uh, like the tomb stuff mm-hmm. and some of the interior shots were uh, shot. Uh, we did them in a stage down in uh, so, somewhere in the c- center of LA. And uh, we, we, <laughs> there, there was something funny in that is, is at some point uh, we had, we had gone and, and, and made a fake tombstone that traveled uh, up there and back down here. And it was all over the place. And then it was on stage and because the tombstone had to be moved in order to come down into that little cobwebbed, super horrid place, <laughs> you know, the, the, the death, the death place, but <laughs> the death place. But the great thing about it was uh, that the, the and you always get one of these guys on you know the PM was like uh, don't don't worry about the stone I I I have a guy I have a guy that'll do the stone for us yeah and I was like really <laughs> yeah no problem don't even think about it I go okay and then and then I had a stone and then I and then we made our fake one right out of foam right covered it and did a scenic painting on it and everything and just set it aside uh, because, because then in about two weeks before we, just before we started filming, this guy's friend calls and goes, well, I had that stone for you over here. (laughs) And I go, okay, so where is this? And he says, well, it's at such and such and such a mortuary. And I go, not really. (laughs) I said, just out of curiosity, what is that way? (laughs) <laughs> he goes. He goes. Ah, he goes. Ah, I, I, it's not a big one. I, he says. I think it's in at about two and a half tons. I go, Jeez. I go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I. I actually uh, let the PM. I let everybody freak out for about five hours until yeah. I report. Until I reported that I actually did have the. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually had the fake one that we could yeah. act that we could actually move <laughs> two and a half ton <laughs> two and a half ton i mean that's that's like i did a show i did a show <laughs> stupid uh i think it was oh hey look rabbit hole oh <laughs> fuck that guy anyway uh so wait i had a guy say uh, for a, a, a film called, it's the least known of the uh, of the National Lampoon films. You know, there's uh, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Uh, there's so many now, man. Yeah, there's so many. But this was done in about 2009 or 2007 or something like that. And I'll look up the list. <laughs> Yeah, look up the list. Look up the list. <laughs> but keep going while I look up the list. <laughs> so anyway, 
the thing is, is what they required is they required that this that this safe uh, uh, be wrapped, chains wrapped around it, mm-hmm. and then and then on set they built a set, which was a hallway with an with a turn in it, and the the uh, safe had the, these two bumbling uh, crooks uh, wrap a chain around it, and then they tie it to their car outside, and then they take off in the car. And okay. the idea is is that the, the safe comes blasting out and and you know bangs everything on the way out and slams into the wall and 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 the, and the chain breaks and and it, hilarity ensues. Yes. That was the most important part. I remember that was because that was actually in the script. Hilarity ensues. So uh, uh, I can tell you some films. What years did you think okay. it was made? Eh, look, around early two thousands. Uh, we have from two thousand three: Gold Diggers, Dorm Days, Barely Legal, Going the Distance, The Almost Guys, Adam and Eve, Cattle Call, Electric Apricot, Quest for Festro, <laughs> Pucked, Van Wilder, The Rise of Taj. That's it, the Van Wilder one. Okay, so. Um, so I- anyway, I- in the process of it, so, so about a week before we start, they, they give me a call to like be the one that pulls the safe through the room and actually, you know, makes it look destructive. And, and, and they had a real safe and they said, yeah. well, here's our real safe. And I go, <laughs> well, wait man, this thing, it weighs like, I mean, literally it weighed like 900 pounds, you know, it was like a, you know. It was just, it's a full safe, right? And it's like, yeah, Jesus. So we had to make a duplicate of that, and um, and throw it around. And and I remember one time. Thing is, is what we had to do is make what's called a deadfall, a deadfall in the middle of the over on the corner of the stage. And what a deadfall is is like you have a stage, and a stage has got fifty foot high ceilings, right? And you want to move something around, but it needs to move really fast. You know what I'm saying? But you need to have it measured distances all the time. One of the easiest ways to do that is to get a huge weight. And usually you just use sun uh, sandbags and you go up. You go up with a cable. You come back down. And then you and and then that piece of cable of dropping the bags, that's how you move it. Yes. Rapidly. So then, so yeah. So you run the cables on the ground, right? And you paint them black and or whatever color the floor is and stuff. And 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 then and then we would move it, knowing we would know every time exactly how far it was going to yeah. go because we only lifted the weights that far, right? You know, it's like it's like stupid science is what it is. It's stupid yeah. science, right? <laughs> so. We get around, we, we get around one time, and and we we had all these. You have enough cables on it to stop it, and it goes to the end of that cable, and then the end of that cable, end of that cable. And uh, one time, one of the cables uh, stretched and pulled out just at the beginning of the safe, moving down, moving down the hallway uh, to kind of smash gently into the wall. Only it didn't smash it. This the 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 fake. We, the only thing that we kept that was real was the ring, right? You mm-hmm. know, that big turning ring 
because we couldn't make one in that short of a period of time, right? So so we kind of like built the safe, the fake safe, you know, around out of box steel and really, you know, like really light. Yeah. And, and then we put the original ring on, right? And one of the cables that was supposed to, uh, one of the bridal cables that was supposed to uh, make the whole thing move flat as it went broke and it fell on its ring. And when it fell on the ring, it just went like 900 miles an hour through this set, through the set that was next to it across the stage. <laughs> yeah. Because, like a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, it was. And here's the thing that was, the thing that was really wild is I, the guy, the guy that was like doing, that was always, uh, operating the winch to pull the weight back up was up 50 feet up into the perm and he was watching from overhead and everybody else was just like oh my god because <laughs> and i was like ah you know and we had copies of all the walls we built yeah. you know because you have to expect that something like that is going to happen but none of these kids did and there was a boom and it got down it got down on that ring and just went wow and it's throwing pieces of set of difference because we use the whole stage. Yeah. We, yeah, you know, you, you have the whole drop over in the corner of the stage. Right. And there's still all kinds of sets in the way. And we had just, <laughs> we had drilled, we, we, we had literally drilled a hole <laughs> through all the little sets, all these little tiny hole, right. <laughs> you put the cable through, right. Yeah. The and the cable like literally pulled the safe all the way through these sets. Man, that was hilarious. It was at, but the greatest thing was like that sound of when it stopped and there was yeah. no sound. And the guy that was up in the ceiling <laughs> who had seen it all down below, he saw the whole thing. He was laughing so goddamn hard. <laughs> just a big southern boy, just a oh, my god, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh god, it was so funny. Yeah, and then. And then I got in an argument with the director and said, well, you know, sometimes you had this. We had a cable break and stuff. And he says, I don't even think you're competent to do this. So we put the wall in. And I literally, in the middle of the argument, I put a quarter down. And I said, that's going to be the front corner of it, of the safe as it comes around the next yeah. time. And I was right on the quarter when it landed the second time. That didn't. And you know what? Funny thing. You do something like that. And people don't like you anymore. <laughs> then, and you said it, that it, was for the Van Wilder film? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and people didn't like that on the set. They were like, they were like, fucking. You know, it's because I put. Why couldn't you put the quarter down earlier? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Teach you a lesson. <laughs> teach you a lesson. That's that's what it is. I teach you a lesson. So you uh, you worked on Mantis as well, and uh, we have never talked about it before up until this point, which is crazy. Uh, and I believe that was made by Sam Raimi, or Sam Raimi was involved. It was. It was uh, yes. Renaissance. It was Renaissance. I think it was. Yeah, I did it for Renaissance, which is Sam Raimi's company. Yeah. I really, I really uh, liked the uh, the whole design that I came up with for the uh, for the place itself. And then it went to Canada. And when it went to Canada, they uh, it was done in LA with essentially a a pure black crew other than me, which, which was a very strange thing because I had no trouble getting along with everybody mm -hmm. except for when we did the group photo. Right. And, we, 
And they did the group photo. They did a black and white group photo. Uh, they had us all all get up on on tiers uh, up around the staircase. Yeah. You, you know, you know the one. That's yeah. the same, right? And so there's like 60, 70 people here, and and I'm right in the middle of it. The one white guy. The one white guy, right? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The camera adjusted for the for the all the faces that were there, all the black faces. And so it so you, you know how when you look at you know when you see like two or three black people in a group of you know a hundred white people being photographed, right? They don't have any detail on their faces, especially right? older photographs. Yes, especially especially before uh, Kodak changed their. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was the thing. But that, that's a whole other thing. But but the thing is, is so so now I was on the other side of that, and when I got my print, uh, I was a glowing white orb in the middle of this <laughs> sea of faces. <laughs> no. <laughs> No detail, just absolutely just went, I literally I literally looked like uh, the resurrection of Jesus standing in the middle of a bunch of, of, of I, you know, I should have my hands out like this. <laughs> it was hilarious. But but that yeah. film that I, I just thought that we got an interesting look out of that film. Yeah, that had a TV show associated with it, right? It you, you know, I we did the movie and then the movie became a TV yeah. show and the tv and the movie we made was just all with black there was as many black people as possible involved in it including the making of it and then mm-hmm. went to canada and they hired they hired they only had like one black person left on the whole cast and and none of the crew and it became the widest spread thing yeah. <laughs> it was just done so like from like a culturally on. creative aspect it went from one extreme to the whole oh. other yeah, and it ab- just lost all of its soul. No pun Abs- intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because the cooking wasn't right. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, listen, you can't be authentic. You can't be authentic black and American mm-hmm. when they're serving you a poutine. <laughs> and then ship it to the Frenchies in Canada. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. When, when they're coming out with uh, with uh, cheese balls, gravy, and bad soggy French fries. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well we just lost a Canadian audience, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, wait, wait. Uh, I have to mark that down. Okay, I got it. So, uh, Alien from L.A., that actually got a disc recently. I don't know if you're aware of that. Wait, Alien from L.A. was done – oh, Alien from L.A. was under the Under the Earth thing by Canon Films, right? Yes, it was. Now, <laughs> my involvement in that was to do a huge uh, uh, warehouse uh, of – of just earthen looking. Also, oh, you did the underground set because, like, the whole movie, like, there's like, there's like, well, not the whole movie, but there's like this giant underground cavern type thing. Right. So you did right. That. Well, I didn't. I did all the connecting pieces, but be- between that, when you came yeah. down, you, because they they filmed that in a cave, and then the rest of it was done. Oh my god, you worked with Albert on that, who recently passed, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Albert. Yeah, I. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was really weird because it, I, I just working with working with Canon Films people was mm-hmm. strange. I, this this is a funny thing is I went out 
to uh, with Jack Shoulder uh, just mm-hmm. maybe about seven months ago, and we were working on a. Uh, we uh, he says, "Hey, I have a production designer that I'm working with out here, but I, I don't think that I'm going to use him." Uh, but he's knows you from Runaway Train, and I said, "Oh, so uh, anyway, I give him the name, and and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's who it is.'" He says, "But um, I want you to work on this, so I'm gonna we're gonna do location scout. I need you to come out and 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 uh, <laughs> and, and you guys have both worked for Canon Films, and these people are like nuts about Canon Films, and uh, and so I drive into Georgia." And I get there just in time for this for them to come off of the first day of scouting, and I was going to be there for the next couple of days, and uh, and they're at this restaurant, and I walk in, and they are so excited to hear stories about working on Canon films. So I, <laughs> I said, you know, the weird thing about working in Canon films is that Canon films didn't have anybody in town that everybody in town just hated them. Right. You know, because they it didn't take them long to uh, not understand how things are done in L.A. and and how you know, there are accounts everywhere. And basically you you hire somebody and then they just go from one account to another to, to put things together. Right. And yeah. And they burned all those accounts. Right. And so everybody was really wary of them. So, so I said so. The thing is, is you would walk in the office and they would say, well, you're the construction coordinator, right? And I go, yeah, I am for breaking two. And, 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 and they take out a paper bag and, and it behind the secretary, behind the uh, receptionist was like a row of paper bags with people's names on them. Right. And there was my name down there and, and the, <laughs> He takes the paper bag and sets it down on the desk and says, well, there, there's, there's your petty cash. And I opened the bag and there's $10,000 in there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But here's the funny thing about it. I tell that I started in on that story and the guy that with the production designer that was already there, everybody started cracking up and they go, that's the first thing that he said when he got here. <laughs> <laughs> The weirdest thing about working down there was actually how they worked you down there. <laughs> Didn't Canon so, Films buy the rights to Spider-Man and then never make a movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the level of spending they were willing to go. Uh, for- <laughs> yeah, they, I don't think they quite understood, you know. Was, but but you know what? At the same time, their films are not as bad as like, uh, they're not Roger Corman films. And I know, I've been over there too, so... <laughs> Albert wrote uh, Alien from L.A., but he used the name Regina Davis. <laughs> what, what a I'm legend. Saying? Wait, wait. See what I'm saying? See? see? The thing is, is they, they would send you out the door with $10,000, and you go, well, I have $10,000. And the next thing is you don't trust anybody that's around you. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, and and at the same time, it's really hard to work just off of cash around LA, you know. Yeah, <laughs> People, yeah, it was really strange, you know. After after a while, you're like, uh, because th- there there's a way that they guarantee things in LA mm-hmm. is you have an insurance, you have an insurance certificate, and then you and then you're connected to a given account, and that pretty much makes sure that you're part of the company and stuff. And and if neither one of those things is forthcoming, yeah. it can get really dicey, right? But your third day starts off with an insane amount of cash and a 
brown paper bag and say, there right. you go. It, right. It works. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <And> you go, <laughs> so, so you make negotiations like, well, I need this piece of equipment and, and, and you go, yeah. And, um, uh, and they go for what account and you go, well, how much would I have to give you? And the funny thing about it is, is then that makes that $10,000 is you kept going back to get more and more cash yeah. until you had like, just literally like almost a hundred thousand dollars out there somewhere. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so I think that is good for the first it's, episode is, of is season that, two. That's 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 it for for us starting out again. We're back. It We're is. back. It's a little hiatus during the COVID times, yeah, but you've got a fresh batch of uh, con stories to tell and a bunch of new friends for us to meet. And uh, we can't there wait to do that. Yeah, you know we're gonna get. T- let's get Tam Glenn on, and we'll get Ra on, and uh, and uh, you know some uh, some some new stranger people. Yes, some more artists, hopefully some more creators, just all the sorts of things. But that is for the future, and that is it for this episode. I am TJ Bowser. See you in the next one. That's Mick. Bye, Strong. guys. Bye, bye. Bye, bye.